0: back to another Did I Miss Anything? My name's Lewis, and that's Heather. Hello. And we are here to finish our month of Keanu.
1: The month of Keanu.
0: This is our last week. It's been one hell of a month. Mr. Keanu Reeves, a very talented actor. Sure is. We've decided to finish off the month of Keanu on a high note with what some may consider to be his finest work. Toy Story 4.
1: He's like barely in this movie.
0: He's in it enough. He plays a very significant role. But we'll get to that in a minute. So Toy Story 4 picks up kind of where Toy Story 3 leaves off. Before it starts, they actually do a little montage of like what happened in between Toy Story 2 and 3. We come to find out that Woody and the rest of the toys, they rescue Andy's RC car cuz he's stuck in like um like a gutter and it's raining out and he's about to get washed away. So after that happens, we see Bo Peep and her lamp being given away to a new owner. And Woody for a split second thinks about coming with her, but he decides not to cuz he's got to stay with Andy cuz he's a loyal toy. And we fast forward to nine years later and this is where it picks up after toy Toy story 3 ended where we see andy now going to college giving away all of his toys to another girl in the neighborhood her name's bonnie and at first woody's kind of struggling to adapt because he's no longer the favorite toy as he used to be with andy and we see bonnie's toys already all over her room she's got the main leader is a doll named Dolly. It's a very clever name. And she she doesn't really play with Woody very much. She's more, she's more interested in Jessie, who is the, I guess, the female counterpart to Woody in the movies. And she actually at one point takes Woody's sheriff badge off of Woody and gives that to Jessie. So Woody spends most of his days in her closet with the toys that she doesn't really play with very much. And one day, uh, Bonnie's about to start kindergarten, and Woody is convinced that he can still be of some of use to Bonnie, so he stows away in her backpack, goes with her on her first day of kindergarten, uh, or kindergarten orientation, and in kindergarten orientation, they're about to make a little paper cup, they're going to decorate it to put like their pencils in and stuff, and so they all have art supplies on their table. This. This prick of a kid comes over to Bonnie's table and steals her art supplies. And then he, like, throws half of them in the trash because he's an asshole. And then Bonnie kind of starts to get tears in her eyes. She kind of starts crying a little bit. Woody seeing this because he's, he's in her backpack. Crawls out of her backpack while she's not looking, kind of starts throwing off some of, the, some of the art supplies. So he starts off with, like, her crayons, and then he throws off, like, some pipe cleaners and, and like, scissors and things like that. And so Bonnie ends up making a toy called Forky out of a spork, who's voiced by Tony Hale, who I think was in Veep. Yeah. He was in Veep. And Forky, very convinced that he's just trash, not a toy. So Bonnie takes a shining to Forky, takes Forky home, shows him off. Uh, to her parents, says she's making, she made a new toy and she, and Forky very quickly becomes Bonnie's new favorite toy and Woody has to repeatedly prevent him from throwing himself out because Forky believes that he's just trash because he's made of pieces of trash, frankly. So, the next day, Bonnie and her family are going on a road trip. Forky, they pack up all the toys in the RV. Uh, Forky, again, convinced that he's trash throughout the entire time, keeps trying to throw himself out at one point they're driving at night and the back window in the rv is open forky decides to jump out and woody realizing that bonnie needs forky he decides to go after forky he jumps out the rv window to find wherever forky landed in the highway and he asks one of the other i think he asks ham how far away they are from the next rest stop ham tells him about five miles and woody's like all right that's plenty of time i'll meet you guys at the rv park i'm just gonna go grab forky real quick no big deal finds forky he convinces forky that he has a place with bonnie that he's not just trash he's bonnie's favorite toy and forky comes to realize what he means to bonnie agrees to go with woody they make it into town where the rv park is they come across this antique wood. Sh- uh, this antique shop. And Woody recognizes Bo Peep's lamp. So he stops for a minute, goes into the he goes into the mail slot for the antique shop and he starts calling for he starts calling out Bo Peep's name in the hopes that Bo Peep is there. Bo Peep is not there, but instead there's this creepy doll named Gabby Gabby voiced by a one Christina Hendricks. And like these four other ventriloquist dummies that terrified the crap out of me because they got like them big eyes and they don't walk right because they're like, their legs are smaller than their bodies. It It was freaky. And so her body, so the, the, uh, ventriloquist dummies act like Gabby Gabby's bodyguards. I don't know. And they try to get Woody's voice box because Gabby also is, is another toy that has a voice box, but her voice box is broken. So they see that Woody is also a pull-string toy, and they try to take his voice box. Woody, of course, resists. He manages to escape the store. Forky doesn't because he can't He can't run as fast as Woody. So Forky's left behind in the antique store. Woody manages to make himself out. He ends up at a playground where he ends up reuniting with Bo Peep. We come to find out that Bo Peep and her sheep have become what are known as lost toys, meaning that they don't have a child. They don't have an owner. So they kind of just, they just do whatever they want. And Woody tells him the story of, of Bonnie and how all the toys, uh, how how all of Andy's toys are still together and they're all with Bonnie. And he tells Bo Peep the story of Forky. And upon hearing the story, Bo Peep agrees after some convincing to go help Woody find Forky because Bo Peep did at one point, Stay at the antique store when her lamp ended up there, and she remembers how Gabby Gabby was just insane. So, Bo Peep and Woody go off. They try to find Forky, or they try to rescue Forky from the antique store. Meanwhile, at the RV park, Buzz and all the other toys are concerned because Woody hasn't come back yet. So, now Buzz ends up leaving the RV store. He decides he's going to go look for Woody, and the RV park is right outside a carnival that's happening. So Buzz gets lost at a carnival for a bit, ends up becoming a prize at one of the carnival games. The guy just, like, zip ties him to, like, those little, like, wire fences that they have that show off all the prizes. And he ends up escaping with the help of two plush toys named Bunny and Ducky. They're a bunny and a duck, very aptly named. They end up escaping the carnival. They find Woody and Bo um, on the roof of... The they're they're on the roof of a few of the carnival games making their way to the antique shop because the fastest way to the antique shop is through the carnival. So they're on a roof of a few of the booths at the carnival. Buzz, Ducky, and um and Bunny meet up with Woody and Bo. They end up kind of teaming up. And with the help of one of Bo Peeps' new friends, there's a little pocket toy named uh, Giggle McDimples. She's a little a little cop. Um, and Mr. Keanu Reeves himself dubbed the greatest Canadian stunt bike toy as Duke Kaboom. There he is. There he is. There's Keanu. They... About
1: an hour into the film.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah. He doesn't come up until very, very late in the film.
1: Yeah, but then he's in it for the rest of it.
0: Yeah. Um, and Duke Kaboom, we we kind of find out his backstory a little bit. He once belonged to, uh, to, uh, to a French kid. Uh, I forget his name. And he tells the story of how his his child was so excited when he got him, and then he tried playing with him. and He's one of those stunt toys, so he can't, he comes with like a little ramp and a little uh, a little ring of fire to jump through. And the kid, they they show the kid playing with Duke Kaboom, and Duke Kaboom ends up falling just before he reaches the ring of fire. And while he's while he's playing with the toy, they have the Duke Kaboom commercial playing in the background. And in the commercial. They show him flying like this, this giant distance, and jumping through a ring of fire, and doing like all these cool stunts. And we find out that Duke Kaboom's kid was disappointed because Duke Kaboom wasn't, it didn't perform as he did in the commercial. So he ends up getting rid of Duke Kaboom, and Duke Kaboom becomes one of the lost toys that they find in this antique shop.
1: Did you say Duke Kaboom one more time.
0: Duke Kaboom. Cool. And they end up they end up meeting up with him in this antique shop it turns out like in this jukebox i think it's a jukebox there there's uh there's a kind of like a secret little club for all the lois, all the lost toys where they hang out and duke Kaboom's in there they talk to duke Kaboom because they say you know we need your help like the only way that we can get to where they have a Forky which is like in the middle of this antique store the only way we can get to him is if you make this jump with a wire attached to you, so we can like zip line to this cabinet where they have Forky. And after some convincing, Duke Kaboom's like, "All right, I can do this. I'm I'm like the greatest stunt. I'm the, I'm like Canadian Canada's greatest stuntman." So, he ends up making the jump with Woody on his motorcycle. And Woody, uh, Woody, has the has the rope with him. He attaches the rope to the door. Bo Peep is able to zip line through. They get the key for the cabinet, they open up the cabinet, and then they get into this giant fight. Well, not so much a fight, but Gabby and her ventriloquist dummies basically confront Woody, Bo Peep, Buzz, Bunny, and Ducky. And they end up having to make an escape because on the floor of the antique store, there's uh, the antique store owner has a cat, and the cat is always getting the cat always goes after anything that lands on the floor so they start making their escape out of the antique store with Forky in tow they end up losing Forky to one of the ventriloquist dummies they keep they keep running they make it out of the store but Forky of course gets left behind so they're outside Woody's trying to rally the troops and he says guys we got to go back in there we got to get Forky like we can do this we can still make it Bonnie and her family are still at the RV park we can do this Bo Peep and the other toys are hesitant and they're like, dude, just forget it. Like, Cut your losses. It's fine. Bonnie will get over it. And Woody and Bo Peep kind of have this back and forth where we come to realize that Woody needs, Woody, Woody needs Bonnie more than Bonnie needs Woody. And Woody kind of can't let that go. He doesn't want to believe that he can't help this child anymore. So Woody goes back in by himself to grab Forky. He ends up getting confronted by Gabby and the ventriloquist dummies and Gabby starts asking him about all of these stories that Forky had told her about how Andy and Woody would go on all these adventures together and they would always play with each other and you know, Woody was there for all these important moments in Andy's life as he was growing up and then Gabby Gabby asks him, are all those stories true and what was it like and Woody says, yeah, and it was it was great. And then Gabby says, I would give anything just to have one of those moments. So Woody sympathizes with her and agrees to give her his voice box so that she could actually, so that her voice box could actually work when a child would pull her string. So one of the ventriloquist, one of the ventriloquist dummies performs the surgery, quote unquote. He basically takes out woody's voice box puts it in gabby gabby sews them both back up everything's all fine so the next day woody and uh gabby gabby and forky are all in the store and the antique the owner the woman that owns the antique store has a granddaughter that comes in and gabby gabby pulls her own string and like you know the voice box says something and the child notices gabby gabby and picks her up off the shelf and woody and forky are seeing the whole thing and they're like oh it's about to happen like she's gonna have her own child it's gonna go great and then she her grandmother comes in and says oh what do do you have there and she says oh i found this i found this toy and she kind of looks at it for a second and then she's like eh and she tosses it into like a box that's there and then they cut to gabby gabby in the box and she's got like very sad look on her face. She's very distraught because she honestly thought she was about to have a kid. Turns out she just got totally rejected. Woody comes over to comfort her and Gabby Gabby says, Oh, you can have your voice box back. I don't need it anymore. Nobody likes me. And Woody goes into this whole speech about how like, look, someone once told me that there are plenty of kids out there and okay. Yeah. This kid may have said no, but there are plenty of, there are plenty of others. And actually I know for a fact that Bonnie would love to have a toy like you. So why don't you come with us? And we'll all be Bonnie's toys. Everything will be great. Meanwhile, Bo shows up because she decides that she thought that Woody was in trouble still at the antique store. So she decides to, to double back to come help Woody. She overhears Woody give this speech to Gabby Gabby and Bo Peep decides that she's going to help everybody reunite with Bonnie and all is going to be well. So they they make a plan to make it to the carnival, to the RV park, to get back with Bonnie Everything is going smoothly and they decide that they're going to meet at the carousel. They had Buzz go back to the RV and meet at the, and have everyone meet at the carousel so that they can just sync up and take off on the rest of the car trip. And, or I think they were going back home at this point. So they make it back. The RV though, uh, Bonnie and her parents uh, are about to leave they they're using gps to navigate one of bonnie's toys uh which is a triceratops um is kind of doing the voice of the gps and telling her dad to keep turning right so he would turn back around and head back to the carnival he ends up doing that after some back and forth with his wife trying to figure out like hey what's going on like why does the gps sound weird why does it keep telling me to go back so all of a sudden at the last minute as he sees the carnival, he's like, wait, we're going back to the carnival. This is wrong. He starts, he starts turning the wheel and giving it and, and braking to like turn the car around. And then one of her other toys, who's a unicorn, that's always trying to get her dad arrested for some reason, because that's always the plan that they default to when they're, when they're always trying to come up with a solution to like distract Bonnie's parents. Um, that, that toy takes over the, the gas pedal holds it down so that the car can keep going And now they're in all all out panic because they're like, I don't know what's going on. This RV is like totally possessed. I don't know what's happening. Meanwhile, the cops pull up behind them trying to get them to pull over. They can't because the toys are controlling the car at this point. They end up making it back to the carnival at the carousel very conveniently. And we again have Duke Kaboom making an insane jump from the Ferris wheel to the carousel, if I'm not mistaken, which is like a solid 40 feet. And at first, Duke Kaboom doesn't think he can make it, but Duke Kaboom, being Duke Kaboom, ends up making the jump. And while he makes the jump, does a few sweet poses in midair, lands lands the motorcycle on the carousel. Again, they do the same thing with the zip line. Everybody zip lines across. Everybody reunites at the carousel. The RV is there. Everybody gets in the van. Uh well, everybody gets everybody gets ready to get on the van. Woody and Bo Peep say bye, and then as Woody is walking towards the RV, he and Buzz kind of have a moment and Buzz says, "You know what? She'll be okay," referring to Bonnie, not to Bo Peep, which is what I thought. So, Buzz and Buzz and Woody kind of like say their goodbyes. Then the rest of the toys Um, they come over realizing that Woody's not going to go with him. They come over and they all say their goodbyes to Woody and Jesse gets, well, Woody gives Jesse his badge as kind of like a passing the torch kind of thing. So like now how, now Jesse's like the sheriff and the leader of the toys to, you know, look out for all of them and stuff like that. And Woody decides he's going to become a lost toy with Bo Peep and her sheep. And they... They share one final goodbye. Buzz, Jesse, and the rest of the toys leave with Bonnie in the RV. And then the Lost Toys decide that they're just gonna travel around with the carnival. And they're gonna help all the all the toys that they give away as prizes at the carnival. They're gonna help all those toys find new kids. So they, they all have they all have kids to play with them. And they end up doing that. They cut to the carnival now being in a different town by the beach. And the guy running one of the games is kind of not really paying attention. And all the, all the toys are all, all Woody, Bo Peep and the sheep. They're all rigging the game so that every kid basically wins a toy and all the toys end up getting given, uh, they end up being given away at the carnival. The guy running the carnival booth realize, doesn't realize it until they're all gone turns around and he's like, what, what just happened? Where are all these toys? And then they cut to uh, Bonnie on her first day, or after her first day of first grade, and she made another new toy, this time out of a plastic knife. Forky and the plastic knife fall for each other quite quickly, as soon as they see each other. Uh, However, the knife has the same issue that Forky had originally, which is she constantly believes that she's trash instead of a toy. So this time we have Forky explaining to her that she's a toy, and... That's the end of the movie. The movie cuts with them kind of looking into each other's eyes very lovingly. And that's it. That was Toy Story 4. I like Toy Story 4 a lot. Um I wouldn't say that I missed much with it. Um it was if you've seen the other Toy Stories it was kind of along the same formula.
1: They're always the same.
0: Uh, they're yeah, they're not. I don't
1: really I I know everyone loves Toy Story but like I don't think Toy Story is that great. I never did.
0: I no, I liked I, I mean liked they're fine. First Toy Story was good. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is good too. Like... Toy Story 3 was very sad. Mm.
1: Um I definitely didn't miss anything. I don't even I didn't even want to watch it like Yeah. I
0: sad. I don't I don't think I missed much with Toy Story 4. I did like Keanu Reeves' character. Duke Kaboom was hilarious.
1: He was a fun addition, sure. He was a fun
0: addition. It, um very outspoken. Very um I wouldn't like say Keanu. Uh yeah, very Keanu, um but not like I don't know how to explain it. It was like more a more, it was like a bigger Keanu performance than I think we've seen so far. Like he was very more animated.
1: It was more like the, like a bill and Ted. Yeah. It was kind of like that.
0: Yeah. But I like I like Toy Story four. I, again, I didn't miss anything. And if you haven't seen it, Eh. uh, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a movie that you need to go watch. No, I wouldn't. Because again, if you've seen, if you've seen any of the other Toy Story movies, it very much follows that same formula. Um, However, it was received quite well.
1: They always are.
0: As as ed, every Pixar yeah. movie is ever. Um, it grossed about four hundred and thirty-four million dollars just in the U.S. and Canada. Um, total worldwide, this movie made a billion dollars, <laughs> which is insane. Um, it it gets very. It has very good reviews. I, uh, right now, it has a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And there's pretty much a general consensus that it's very heartwarming. It's funny, great animation. I mean, it's a Pixar movie, so obviously. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say I missed much. Um, It won several awards. Uh, It won a lot of film critics awards. It won some Critics' Choice Awards. I I don't think it won like any Oscars or anything like that. Oh no, it did win an Oscar for Best Animated Feature.
1: Yeah, I think it wins. I think it wins all there the you time. yeah won or not? yeah. I think all the Toy Stories win that when they come out.
0: So that was Toy Story 4. And that's the end of our month of Keanu.
1: Our month of Keanu. And
0: what a month it was. It's over. It is over.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe in the future we'll do some more themed months.
1: Maybe.
0: I liked it. It was fun. I got to see a lot of Keanu Reeves movies I'd never seen before. Agreed. Um. So yeah. So thank you for listening. And be sure to subscribe if you aren't already. Give us some ratings and reviews wherever wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. And, uh, and tell all your friends. Next week, we'll be back with a non-Keanu Reeves movie, sadly.
1: Mm. I know. It's like, why bother? I,
0: I don't know. why I don't know. But we'll be back. So stay tuned. Check us out next week. And we will see you then. Until then, be excellent to each other. And as Heather always likes to say, it's better late than never. Is that what I said? That's yep. That's what you say. Well, I've never You're, said that. No, I'm pretty I've sure that's what you. I, don't think I think it is. You. Nope, not one. No. So, nope. thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye bye. Later.